Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Talk Show. All right, I'm here. Is Tom ready? All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I refuse to use, no doubt, continues now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for February the 6th in the year of our Lord, 2024. This is our 2 at 2, and the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, and to do so on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. We use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. Woo! Yesterday, or I'm sorry, last hour, talking about Toby Keith, RIP, passed away. Poor guy had um, stomach cancer, 62 years old, dead. We also talked about these new reports about climate change lies. Let's uh, get our guest on deck, and we can have him weigh in on this topic. Welcome to the broadcast. Say again. All right, Tom DeWeese, welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live, sir. Hey, Sam, how you doing? Good to see you. Or talk- Good. Tom DeWeese, president of American Policy Center, AmericanPolicy.org, doing a great job fighting against Agenda 21 or Agenda 2030 or whatever the heck they're calling it nowadays as they continue to move the target and play games because they know that we don't want any part of what they have to offer, so they continue to use cloak and dagger and manipulation to promote their agenda, and we discover it and expose them, and then they change the game, and we do it over and over and over and over. The epic, bat- the epic battle continues. But in the meantime... There's a bunch of stories in the Epoch Times right now, Tom, that I want you to kind of weigh in on. Let me give you the quick nuts and bolts, and then you can uh, kind of go off on this, because I think it directly relates to a lot of the work that you do. Okay. Uh, rainfall totals up to three inches are expected in Los Angeles and San Diego today. Floods are everywhere. Five to ten inches uh, over the weekend. Just a ton of rain. Southern California braces for more flooding. Well, while that's going on, the U.N. says melting... Arctic ice is a key indicator of climate change. Problem is now scientists are saying it's not melting. Before, scientists didn't have the guts to stand up against the regime's lies, but now they're starting to. They're saying that's bogus. We don't have any evidence of it, Tom. Yeah, that's that's been the case. I mean, for, what, the last 30 years, every 10 years, Al Gore has predicted the end of the Earth, and he's never, ever been right. And uh, they, they keep talking about the uh, polar ice caps melting, and that's going to raise the sea levels, and that's going to uh, drown uh, islands and certain countries and so forth. Not one word of it has ever uh, come true. The uh, polar ice cap is now thicker than it's ever been. And, uh, you know, hey, you know, I, we used to have, when I was a kid, the local weather, uh, the uh, radio station, when they did the weather, the guy came on and said, whether it's cold or whether it's hot, we'll always have weather, whether or not. And this is, you know, California is having rain. Golly, wonderful. Let's celebrate. They had a drought. <laughs> you know, it just goes on. I don't know what to do with this because we find out more and more and more lies. It turns out now uh, evidence comes out that they're mounting a lot of these sensors that, that you know, talk about the you know, temperature readings or whatever else. We find out that they're putting them on rooftops. 
They're putting them by exhaust fans. They're putting them in urban areas and places where it's sure to be hotter. We find that they're doing that now that we've researched this. We also find that NOAA has been manipulating the data, uh, and they've been making the old numbers cooler than they really were, and the modern numbers hotter than they really were, and NOAA has been caught fudging the data now. Tom? Yeah. What we're dealing with here, Sam, is there is a, a drive, the real goal you know, they, they have a very specific agenda of what they are after here, and that agenda is really global governance. And, uh, the, you know, I, I've, I've said many times, there, there have always been forces in the world that wanted to rule the world, and what they've always done in the past is put together uh, armies, and they've gone in, and they've killed people and broken things and subjugated the people to control them. These guys we're up against today are absolutely diabolical because what they have come up with is a way to get us to voluntarily allow them to subjugate us, and that tactic is fear. And the fear they came up with was the fear of environmental Armageddon. And so they have to keep coming up with these lies about what's going on in the uh, in the uh, temperature and, and the uh, you know in the environment to keep us scared all the time. Oh, golly, 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 we've got to stop this. The Green New Deal uh, is the most radical plan they have ever proposed on all of this, all based on that. If you start to look into the details of the Green New Deal, you see it talking about diversity, it's talking about the economy, on and on and on. You see very little in it talking about the environment. But this is the bottom line, this is the goal uh, uh, that they're, they're driving towards, and they have got to keep their foot on our throat with fear. And I've had so many environmentalists come to me with their arrogance and say, it doesn't matter how many rights you think you have, if you don't have a planet to stand on, ooh, there's the fear. And that's what they're doing to us. It's all... So here's the headline. Lies. Here's the headline to point this out. Trillions spent on climate change based on faulty temperature data, climate experts now say. So, see, I submit to you that scientists used to be in fear. They were afraid that it would ruin their careers. Now they're starting to stand up, though, big time. There's a new report that just came out by Alan Estrup Jensen. Uh, he's the research director and CEO at the Nordic Institute of Product Sustainability, Environmental Chemistry, and <laughs> Toxicology. Uh, the guy's in Denmark. But he basically shows that from September 2007 through September 2023, listen, Arctic sea ice declines were near zero. They're literally coming out with this research and data now admitting to this. Are we waking enough people? Are we waking enough people up to call a halt to the con game? You think, Tom? I see it beginning. And many, many more people are standing up now than ever before. I mean, I spent a lot of time trying to get people to understand what Agenda 21 was about and so forth, talked to a lot of half-empty rooms, you know, all that uh, over the time. But that is changing, and people are really getting on top of it. Uh, they, I mean, I, I really believe they got arrogant, and they thought, oh, we're going to put it all in place now, and they moved too fast, and it's too fast that people saw – you know the lies and saw what it was what it was about and uh so i think that's that's very helpful 
to uh, that. I find that the most positive thing in this whole fight that that's happened. Uh, but it's it's too wild, too crazy, and too. It, what I found over the years in fighting this was that people who were affected by the the uh, policies were our fiercest warriors against it. Other people who weren't affected by it ignored it. Almost everybody is affected by it now, and I think that's one of the reasons that uh, there's such a wake-up going on. Do you think the wake-up's going to be enough, though? And let me tell you why I'm kind of bringing this up, is because it seems to me that it's kind of gotten to where we're waking up, we're getting a clue, people are starting to stand up, but it's really slow. It's good, but it's fairly slow. But in the meantime, they're taking action. For example, if the border leaks like a sieve and they have, you know, 15 million illegals here, none of them believe in America. None of them believe in God, family, and country like we do. Uh, they believe the lies and they support the democratic agenda or they support the global world economic forum agenda. You know, the United Nations literally saying, hey, um, you know, this global warming or this climate change is a, is a, a meltdown and a problem. And then uh, they claim it's because of the ice melting. And now we find out there's no ice melting. So the United Nations is lying and. Are, are we going to be overrun with too many people that don't care, or are we going to be able to stand up and do something about it? What do you think the end game is for this thing? Because we're on a train wreck, whether it's financial, with uh, you know the new CBC currency or whatever you call that thing, and um, you know Obama but or I'm sorry Biden bucks or whatever you want to call it, um, all the way to the climate change discussion to vaccines and forced passports, and uh, you know they're closing in for a tyranny if they can get it right. Oh, absolutely. It's, I mean, it's about total control. The whole uh, immigration issue, all of that, what they're after is to destroy our culture. And uh, one of the things that I rarely talked about over all the years, uh, that I, but I knew was, was something you know, that was really real on this, was uh, the reduction of the population. I didn't talk about it because it was hard enough to get people to understand the threat to their property. If I started saying, here was a bunch that wanted to get rid of billions of people, then I'd really lose the audience. They are now admitting it. And just recently at the most, Davos, most recent Davos conference, uh, one of the guys there said that uh, uh, population reduction, that they are looking at six to seven billion people, but he hopes we could do it peacefully. Now, how do you do all that? And you know, you, the pandemic was, uh, you know, I believe a major tool in, in doing that. And uh, a whole lot of the other uh, things we're dealing with in, uh, you know, day-to-day -day life is all based on abortion, so forth, on population reduction. Tom DeWeese with me, president of the American Policy Center, AmericanPolicy.org, back in seconds on your radio. This is a battle. A battle between truth and deceit. A battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com. Looking for an IT partner that truly understands your needs? Managed IT Services is the answer. We meet with you regularly to discuss your goals and form a tailored technology plan. Our customers have called us a trusted advisor who delivers. When it comes to IT, we do it all. Firewalls, cloud storage, server migration, and more. Say goodbye to long-term contracts and hello to a team that earns your business month after month. Call 801-706-6980 now and let Managed IT Services transform your IT experience. 
as a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. All right, Sam Bushman, Tom DeWeese on your radio. Tom DeWeese is president and founder of the American Policy Center, AmericanPolicy.org. And they've been fighting this fight. You've been doing this since 1984, huh, Tom? Uh, yeah, well, actually, uh, yeah. <laughs> I really started in 1968, but uh, what we're dealing with today was about that, about 84, yeah. <laughs> well, it's kind of interesting that I, I met Tom DeWeese, I think it was in like 92 or 3 or, I don't know, some mm-hmm. way yeah. early stuff before I even, right about when I was getting into radio. I kind of got into radio in 91, 92, and then I kind of met you as I started to get into it. Um, etc. Look, we've got a lot of work to do for this, but you have been doing the work across the country. And one of the things I like about American Policy Center, you know, a lot of people are just doom and gloom that there's no hope. And I get why they feel that way, but I also disagree. You know, God's in his heaven and he knows about us. And he knows that, you know what, if very few really stand up, he will protect the few. He will advance our cause and protect us. And uh, we've just got to turn to him for our guidance and stuff like that. Turn to the founding fathers. Turn to, we've got a lot of hope. And you seem to find a lot of the good behind the scenes stuff instead of the the public eye media stuff. You're kind of promoting the people that you're working with and what you're doing. And it it really has translates into a very positive view of what we're doing, Tom. That's true. And and you're absolutely right. uh, What we've been dealing with all this. And uh, I, I do look at this. I mean, if you lose hope then I have so many people who will say to me, you know, looking down in defeat, and they're saying, there's nothing we can do. We can't beat these guys. And I tell them, if you believe that and that's how you operate, then it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Absolutely, we're going to lose because you're doing nothing. Uh, I am encouraged by what I'm seeing around the world, uh, things that are taking place. Uh, you know, Europe has been a leader in putting a lot of these environmental programs in place. They, they swallowed it hook, line, and sinker from the beginning, the, the wind and solar and all the other things that they're doing there. And uh, today, they are starving. Their, their energy, uh, everything, their, their economies are in deep trouble. And they are waking up to this. The, uh, even the European Union is beginning to put this, this net zero program, which is behind getting rid of all of our energy sources besides wind and solar, which do not work and are, are absolutely damaging the environment much more than, uh, uh, than anything else we've ever done. They are beginning to push back on net zero. It's, it's being, uh, around Europe, it's being declared dead there. That is huge. Uh, something that happened this year that I was really encouraged about. You know, Argentina is one of the nations that has just been uh, oppressed by 
uh, all kinds of uh, dictators and uh, you know all the, uh, the the bad stuff going on uh, over in that area. And um, this uh, the, and their economy is suffering greatly from it, massive, massive inflation and so forth. And just this past November, uh, a gentleman named Xavier Milley. Uh, who is a limited government free enterprise candidate was elected president of Argentina, and uh, he uh, he's actually getting rid of a whole bunch of um, uh, agencies in their government. They have 19 agencies. He's working to get rid of 11 of them. That includes the Ministry of Environment and Sustainable Development, the Ministry of Women, Gender, and Diversity, and the Ministry of Education, which he calls the Ministry of Indoctrination. And uh, I, I love it that he sounds like Ronald Reagan, and he says, the state is not the solution, the state is the problem. Well, it gets even better from that in that uh, in uh, the Netherlands, a, a gentleman who's known as the Dutch Donald Trump, uh, his name is Gert Wilders, has been elected prime minister of the Netherlands, which is in real trouble over there, the attacks on farmers and so forth. So around the world, this is what is beginning to happen. And uh, it, it, what, we, what we have found and what I've been working on all these years uh, is, is really focusing on organizing in your local community. This is where the other side is putting these things in place. What a lot of people don't understand is your city councilmen, your county commissioners are surrounded by non-governmental organizations, private organizations that are all part of this agenda. They know exactly how to bring in the program, how to find the right grant program, bring it all in there, and your elected officials are sitting there and they're being told, hey, everybody's doing it this way, this is just the way it is, and that's that's what's happening in your local communities. I'm working to organize people on the local level to challenge that, to stand up to it. And uh, one, one of the big problems we have, as I said, these guys, the other side, have their agenda. They know exactly what their goal is, where they're headed with it, refuse to back down on any level. Our side doesn't have that agenda. We are now on the defense trying to defend liberty. What do we mean by that? How do we affect and how do we talk to people, uh, you know, low-income people, minorities, and so forth? How do we get them to understand what our vision of freedom is? And that's one of the things I'm working on now to try to get that defined and use it as a tool, just like they're using Agenda 21. All right, I want to talk about several things that you guys are working on. Um, one of the things that you talk about, you've been in this fight for 38 years plus, as I mentioned, in terms of American policy. And your 501c4 political action foundation, uh, and you know, you highlight that about 100,000 people work with you and donate with what you're doing and anything else. It's a huge number when you really think about the influence and putting their money where their mouth is, etc. But you talk about this is a vast, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, battle. And to pick our battles and to focus on what we're doing the most. In other words, in other words, to be effective, you have to focus on key issues. You can't just randomly work on everything because there's too much of it. But there are key issues that are, uh, in my opinion, I'm going to call them choke points. They're choke points uh, to destroy America. They're also freedom points if we highlight and focus on them enough uh, to make sure we win these key unique battles tom 
down. Yeah, I, I tell my audiences, you cannot save the republic in one day. So a lot of people think, oh, if we get 100 people at a city council meeting, we're going to save everything. No, you're not. You may even get completely rejected at that point. But then you've got to figure out what are you going to do the next day. You have got to be there. You've got to be in their face. They've got to feel pressure from you every day. But what I have learned over all these years of working on this, uh, fighting sustainable development, Agenda 21, all of this, is that sustainable development policies cannot be implemented without destroying private property and uh, the ownership of private property. And so one of the big things that I, I talk about uh, is, is where they need to go with this. If private property is protected by your city council, by your county commission, by your state legislature, then they can't impose these programs. And so that's a key place to be. The other thing is uh, dealing with your uh, local uh, board of education and uh, the curriculum in schools, because this is, you know, turning out, uh, you know, millions of global village idiots who don't know anything about, they're, they're indoctrinated. Your children are victims in all of this uh, as this indoctrination goes on, and how are they to think otherwise? So uh, these are two key areas that, that we need to work, but looking at the policies being put in place in your community. And uh, how is that affecting your neighborhood? How is it affecting your local businesses, your decisions in your life? And, uh, you know, focus that, uh, on, on that level. And uh, don't. Uh, one of the things I tell people is don't, after you hear me speak, and I'm telling you all the details behind Agenda 21, don't go running into your city council and say, you're implementing UN Agenda 21. If there's a trap door under where you're standing, you're gone. Look at what are the effects of those policies in your community. I have an organization uh, that's working down in Louisiana, uh, outside of Shreveport, uh, and uh, the Cattle Alliance for Freedom. They are absolutely the best in the country doing what they're doing, and they're the model for, for how to handle this. They have 100 people at least at every single city, single, uh, city uh, council meeting, and, uh, and they, uh, they don't go in and scream at the councilman. They go in with an uh, organized presentation on why this is a bad uh, situation for the community, and they're winning battles. Ladies and gentlemen, that is really what I love about Tom and the work that he's doing. He focuses his time on where we're winning. Not a lot of people do that these days, and it's sad. We need more of it, that's for sure. Tom has written two incredible articles that I think kind of uh, are the pinnacle of what we're talking about now. Uh, he's also created some uh, efforts that I think we want to be involved in. We'll tell you about that as well as the broadcast unfolds. But the first article... Who do the elected representatives think they're representing? Tom DeWeese. Uh, it's, it's a good question. Who the heck are they representing? They're not representing us because everything we want, they disagree with. I mean, I look at this border battle, for example, Tom, and the House sits back. Mike Johnson in the House sits back, and they let the Senate hammer out a bill with Republicans and Democrats and Joe. And they sit there and do nothing, and then it comes out, and they're like, oh, this is horrible. It's dead on arrival. Well, first off, why is the House letting the Senate negotiate and originate spending bills? That's unconstitutional, first off. Secondly, you think a bunch of whacked-out senators 
in a room with Joe Biden are going to come up with a plan that you could endorse? You know from the start it's DOA. You know from the start it's originating from the wrong chamber of government. You know, okay, so now Mike Johnson and, and Donald Trump and everything else are like, don't be stupid, this is dead on arrival, this is goofy, this is... But what were they doing for the last couple of weeks while they were working on this in secret? And then the House of Representatives are like, oh, we haven't even read it yet. So you're telling me we have a spending bill that, that the House hasn't even read? Constitutionally, that's a problem. And they're derelict in their duty. Why don't they have an answer right now and say, look, yours is dead on arrival. You shouldn't have been authoring it. It's unconstitutional. Here's our plan. And we've already passed it. What are they doing? They're not representing us, Tom. No, that's absolutely true. And <clears throat> this goes back to what I was saying earlier about these NGOs, these private organizations. And so I'm talking about Sierra Club, the Nature Conservancy, the Audubon Society. And there are 20,000 of these organizations that are all working with at different levels with the United Nations and the World Economic Forum uh, to go into communities and uh, put these things in place and get their people elected. And you got Soros uh, taking over the uh, judicial. They're literally working on destroying America at every turn. Quick pause, Tom DeWeese, AmericanPolicy.org, on your radio. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News. I'm Ryan Daniels. Republican House Speaker Mike Johnson is now declaring a $118 billion bipartisan compromise on immigration reform and foreign aid dead on arrival in his chamber. Text of the new legislation was released on Sunday. Speaker Johnson and House GOP lawmakers say the Senate measure is inadequate and will not deter illegal border crossings. On the campaign trail in Nevada this week, President Biden was staying optimistic. Hopefully passes in the Senate. How? The bill would allow DHS to fully shut down the border when illegal encounters by Border Patrol agents reach certain thresholds. A new poll finds what many have already shown. A recent survey indicates a lack of enthusiasm for a potential Biden-Trump rematch. The University of Massachusetts Amherst surveyed over a 1,000 individuals, revealing that 53% expressed disinterest in a candidacy from former President Trump. Additionally, 57% opposed the idea of President Biden seeking re-election. USA's John Schaefer. While heavy rain and wind continue to lash Southern California, the mayor of Los Angeles, is declaring a local state of emergency. Ensure that the city has the required resources to respond to this storm now, but also in the recovery period. Flooding and mudslides are already causing issues. In total, more than 14 million people in California are under the threat from excessive rainfall. Despite a recent drunk driving arrest in Texas over the weekend, Pat Mahomes, the father of Kansas City Chiefs star Patrick Mahomes, has been granted permission to travel to the Super Bowl. The judge in Smith County, Texas, opted not to impose a travel ban on him but has prohibited him from consuming alcohol in Las Vegas. The Grammys were a hit in the ratings. Research from Nielsen showed the Music Industry Awards show attracted the largest number for the Grammys since 2020. This is USA News. I'd like to introduce you to our new sponsor, Get the Tea. Get the Tea carries all-natural, non-GMO organic teas and supplements made in the USA. 
Get the tea's ingredients are the purest available. My favorite is Life Change Tea. Life Change Tea is a gentle daily cleanse containing 12 herbs that when combined really keep things moving. I drink it every day and my energy has never been better. I'm feeling great. Life Change Tea comes in three delicious flavors, natural, peppermint, and pomegranate. It's an easy and delicious way to keep your digestion on track. And for those on the go, try D365. D365 is Life Change Tea in a Capsule. Drink the tea or take D365 capsules and keep your digestion running smoothly. Go to GetTheTea.com and enter discount code USA to get 10% off any size order. That's GetTheTea.com, discount code USA for 10% off your order. As the United States boldly stepped forward in the glorious light provided by its new constitution in 1787, the nations of the earth were in awe of the newfound strength and hope of this free land. Today, the nation stands at a crossroads. A divergence from the original intent put forth in the United States Constitution has brought grave threats to our beloved nation. A miracle is needed if the United States is to survive. That miracle is again the pure application of the United States Constitution. I'm Scott Bradley. In my To Preserve the Nation book and lecture series, I bring forth truths that will help raise up a new generation of statesmen like those noble Americans who founded this land. Vigorous application of these principles will invigorate and restore the nation, and we may become again the freest, most prosperous, most respected, and happiest nation on earth. Visit topreservethenation.com to begin that restoration. Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to localhoneyman.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at localhoneyman.com. Do you treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty, too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. Ladies and gentlemen, activists need to be laser-like, focused on the solutions, ladies and gentlemen. Property rights at the core of it all. Tom DeWeese, American Policy Center, with me. He's the president and founder. He's been at this for a long time. And I really appreciate how he really nails the issues at hand. Headline, who do the representatives think they're representing? Tom DeWeese. Um, that's really interesting because they're not representing us. They're representing all the special interests that bend their ear for bucks is, is, is as far as I can see. I mean, why is the House derelict on the border and letting the Senate work on it for weeks and then coming back and going, oh, oh it's dead? What were they doing this whole time, Tom? Yeah, you know, I, I was just thinking as we were sitting there for the break, 
in, in, in this very article that you're, you're mentioning of mine, I, I talked about how uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez comes in and puts in the Green New Deal, and the Republicans were sitting there laughing at it because it was so crazy and radical. Nobody ever put this in place. And then they brought it up for a vote in the Senate, and it, uh, it was 57 to nothing against it. And they said, oh, the Democrats didn't even vote against it. Ha, 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 you know, or didn't even vote for it for it and uh, they were thought it was so funny and what i said in the article was that what they had done the democrats put, used the strategy of putting the most radical uh, part of their agenda together and and proposed that they in other words they they launched the issue way down the road and in response to that uh you had the republicans uh, responding, Matt Getz, who's done a wonderful job, but he then came in and, entered, and he said, well, these, these, this Green New Deal is just too crazy. That's just too outrageous. It's not reasonable. So he creates the Green Real Deal. Now they've got on the table the, what they wanted, but it's just not quite as far as the Green New Deal was. And then along comes Lamar Alexander in the Senate, and he puts in the Manhattan Project for Clean Energy. They fell right into the trap of, of what the, the environmentalists, what the, uh, the Democrats wanted, but it was just not quite as yeah, because, far as Yeah, because here's how it works. Here's how it works with the Hegelian dialectic. We don't care what plan you take as long as you start out with green then we know we're getting enough green to incrementally move the ball down the field. We're going to move the chains as we go, and I, I don't care what you do. You've now called it green, so now we're just talking about what green's going to include, right? Exactly. And, 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 you know, the ones who were trying to defend the Constitution and so forth should throw all of that out, but they, they didn't. Instead, they went this way. Well, now we're talking about this, this immigration bill, the border bill. Think about it. Didn't they just do exactly the same thing? They just put the most radical thing together they could put there. Now you're going to see the Republicans come in and try to compromise with that. You know, well, what that, they're going to say is, oh, it's dead on arrival now, but look, look, we can go along with this, but we can't go along with that. And now they've basically said, hey, um, you know what? We put A to Z on the table. You just pick what you want, and we'll pass it. Uh, what they need to say is no. All bills originate in the House that relate to funding. That's constitutional. Therefore, your bill is gone. Now, here's our answer. Here's our bill. But see, as far as I can, uh, that I can tell, uh, Mike uh, and these guys didn't put together anything. They don't have an answer. Yeah. Which means yeah. now we're going to have to go with that bill and discuss it and work through every part of it. And, and, and we're going to get browbeat into, um, oh, probably adopting 60% of it, maybe. Yeah. 40% of it. Who knows? Doesn't matter. But why don't we have, why doesn't Mike, whatever his name is, Johnson and crew, why didn't they come up with their own plan, their own bill? They don't even have yeah. one on the table. Aren't they the ones that are supposed to originate this? Exactly. And they, they sit there. I mean, if you try to talk to them about the very things that I'm mentioning here, about this agenda and all that, their eyes just glaze over. And, they, you know, they're playing with the big boys now. I, I'm, I, you know, I'm just conspiracy theorists on all this. And uh, so that, that's, that's the attitude they take. That is because everybody they're hearing from is promoting this side of it and so they get that attitude well everybody's doing it we need to get involved here when when this whole thing with the green new deal came along you know lindsey graham said we owe it to the country to have an alternative to the green new deal so we've got to have a green agenda going here but just not as crazy as this one 
And so that's the way they think, and that's that's what happens. And, you know, in the beginning... Knowing that it's started, all full of lies, why don't we just shut it down and say you guys are fake news liars and it's dead, period, end the paragraph. And if we can't get representatives to see it that way, maybe we need to elect ones that will. Exactly. Well, first the thing we've got to do is get rid of Mitch McConnell. That This guy, you think... You know, Biden is, you know, off his rocker. McConnell is on the same rocking chair. You know, it's just absolutely pathetic that, that what he lets get through there and the attitudes that he has. And uh, so, you know, but the, and the other thing is the Republican Party, uh, the leadership of the Republican Party is lost. They uh, uh, one of the things just recently that happened here in Virginia, uh, where I am in uh, the, the last election. The big deal was the governor gets involved and calling on all Republicans to vote early and get mail-in ballots, get involved in all of that. We're going to get in there and we're going to take back the legislature. And what they don't understand is that we're not allowed, first of all, to talk about uh, you know election uh, and uh, you know stealing the elections. That's that's just a Trump lie. So we're not allowed to talk about that. But what they really don't understand is that the Democrats have set up all the apparatus. They know exactly their people are there counting the ballots. If they're coming in early, they can see the trends, and they can see, oh, our guy over here is in trouble. We're going to have to do something about that. And so here are the Republicans falling into that trap. And what happened in that election? The Republicans lost everything in Virginia uh, playing that game. They just don't get it we need paper ballots on one election day that are counted there and we've got to have people and they need to be counted under the penalty of perjury tom absolutely and we've got all of the all kinds of evidence of election fraud we know it's there but we're not allowed to talk about that and one of the things i'm telling people in their local communities get involved with the local board of elections the local board will tell you, well, the state makes the rules. We have to follow that. So why do you exist on the local level? You can get in there. I've had people tell me that, uh, that I had a friend of mine who was uh, in Philadelphia, and she was a Republican, and she volunteered to go in and be the Republican uh, person at the polls that day. She arrived at the polls, and the, le- the Democrat leader said, we don't need you. Get out of here. This has been going. This was years ago. This has been going on for years, and that's how they operate. And we haven't had a plan back, uh, you know, to push back on that. And I, I think election integrity and the safeguard of our election is the most important issue of this year. And this thing about hearing that, uh, as the news was just saying, that uh, people aren't enthusiastic about a Donald Trump uh, campaign and stuff, I'm not seeing that anywhere. I am seeing minorities starting to come over to Trump. And a whole, uh, you, know, you want to shut the wall down, uh, the border down, the, get the word out that a lot of the illegals that are coming in like Donald Trump. You know, this is, uh, this is unheard of. He would win in a massive landslide if we have an honest election across. You're right about that. It also depends on who he picks. Now, some people are floating uh, Glenn Youngkin for that, Tom. Uh, yeah, well, Disaster, I got a file right? on him. <laughs> yes, absolutely. He is one of those hidden hidden ones there. He's the one who was pushing this idiocy in, uh, you know, in Virginia on the voting. And uh, I haven't seen him do uh, – he's used a lot of good rhetoric – but uh, what are the real policies that uh, uh, he's, uh, you know, he's pushing through? And uh, it's, it's not good. 
Who do you think would be the best uh, candidate for Donald to, to pick as his running mate? Uh, I kind of like, um, uh, what's her name, from uh, Arizona. Uh, that, uh, Carrie Lake. running for the Senate. Yeah, I like her, but I, I uh, she wants to run for the Senate, and I, I, I think that's important as well. So, yeah. uh, you know, it's... I'm kind of thinking we need a Rand Paul or a Mike Lee, or maybe we need a, a, a Judge Andrew Napolitano, or maybe we need a um, somebody like um, Judge Ray Moore, or you know, somebody like that, right? Yeah. Well, I think you really need, if there's a young up-and-comer that really is on our side on things, and, and because Trump's going to get one one term, and we need to lay the groundwork to keep it going, and I think that is important. Uh, but I, I, I am not, I, I'm very worried about, uh, what's his name, Vivek, uh, what's his name, uh, that was running for president. I, Vivek, I, yeah. Yeah, I don't trust him. And he, he was I think he perfect. says a lot of the right things, ladies and gentlemen, but how he yeah. came to America as a first-generation Indian and all of a sudden got rich on Big Pharma and everything else, you kind of go, mm, I don't know, he's saying a lot of the right things, and I agree. He's also not even constitutionally qualified to be president, though, because he wasn't well, a nationalized citizen. Exactly, yeah. And I, I honestly think he's the Obama of uh, the Republicans. You know, <laughs> he's just too perfect in how he says everything, took up every issue. But uh, you know, we need. I wish we had somebody else that was young like that and, and uh, you know good and determined to get in. There. Yeah, I'm not running, and I'm not young anymore. So there you go. Yeah, <laughs> me um, neither. <laughs> all right. So, uh, who do these representatives think they're representing? Is one of Tom's articles available at AmericaPolicy.org? When we come back, we'll talk about a second article, which I think is really going to give wings to what we're doing, folks. Setting the agenda for freedom's comeback. We'll talk about that in seconds. I also want to know what are freedom pods, and I also want to know if you keep an eye on Catching Fire News. We'll talk about it all in seconds on your radio. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8:44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the line of Judah. A message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way. But actually, gold is money. 
And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into Mommy and Daddy's bank account, because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. All right, back with you live. The question becomes, do you think Joe Biden will be the nominee? Or do you think they're going to bait and switch? Uh, There's a latest result that just came out and said, hey, you know what? Hillary Clinton is now doubling down to help Joe. She uh, had an event at her house and raised a million dollars for Joe. And they say that she's going to be more and more and more and more involved as time goes on. Um, What do you think? Um, Do you think that Hillary is going to be involved in some way? And do you think that uh, Joe's going to bow out and Michelle Biden is going to jump in? Uh, What do you expect to happen on the other side, Tom? I think it's a very good possibility, uh, all that. Uh, The Democrats are already panicking because they know that there's no way that uh, he's going to have any credibility to do anything. I, I, I think the thing that concerned me the most is when I saw an ad uh, selling Michelle Obama T-shirts recently. <laughs> so uh, that I, I've, I've thought for a while that that would be something that she'd jump in there to, to save us, you know, after Obama or Biden couldn't move forward. You know, Obama has a uh, mansion in D.C., and it's known that he's running the country out of that mansion right down the street from the White House. And, uh, you know, so I, it would not surprise me at all if, if it was Michelle Obama that they uh, slip in there. But, uh, you know, don't know. <laughs> all I know is Trump better get somebody for real, but I, uh, half the people he's looking at concern the heck out of me. Tom? Yeah. I, I'm hoping he learned from the first time around because he put a bunch of bad people in place. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I understand the people, I mean, he was a businessman. He wasn't a D.C. Uh, person. And, uh, you know, people there, I, what they have done, they did it to Ronald Reagan as well. As soon as he got in, they surrounded him. First of all, they, they burdened him with George H.W. Bush. And then they started saying, oh, you need this guy for this position and this guy for that position. And they're all bad people. And uh, so we elect a good guy, but they're yeah. Overwhelmed. Back in the day, I'm Brent Scrocoft on down, huh? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I mean, the worst thing, you know, with Ronald Reagan, he was a promise he was going to get rid of the Department of Education, and he didn't. And I know why. It's because he was pressured to keep it. Well, that is, you know, the indoctrination center now for uh, creating these global village idiots that are, you know, our future. But um, uh, you know, Trump. Uh, I'm hoping he learned. From that first round, he was betrayed so many times. Pence and uh, you know, the Secretary of State and so forth. They uh, they all uh, you know were traitors to him. Yeah, the so. Attorney General on down. That's for sure. And uh, I hope yeah. Trump learns his lesson. But he's not hanging out with the right crowd right now. He you know sent me a ton of surrogates to interview back in 2016, including his son on Super Tuesday, and he won. And now he doesn't seem to have the same. Uh, relationship with us that he once had for some strange reason and if he's not careful he's going to end up losing over that unless he starts to make friends and influence people in the right ways i know it sounds like he's got a lot going on but um you know if he's in jail i don't know how all that's going to work and so they're working on this but we've got to focus on how we're going to set the agenda for freedom's comeback tom and that's what your article highlights yeah and uh as I, as I was saying earlier, I mean, we're seeing things worldwide. The, the people are starting to wake up to it. And uh, here in this country, 
you know, I, I, I'm saying you mentioned freedom pods. This is what I call it, working on the local level. Uh, what, what happens is so many of our people uh, are intimidated, or the idea of working on a presidential campaign, rah, 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 yeah, we're going to do that, but local and working in the city council and the county commission or the board of education, I've, I've got a family to raise, I've got a, a job to do, I, I, I haven't got time to, to do all that kind of stuff. And what you end up with is that uh, our side is never there. We're not heard. The other side with these NGOs are there constantly. They're bringing them in programs. They've got it all laid out. They've got them, you know, got grant money already. They're helping write the grants at the federal level. And uh, so, you know, the local officials, you may elect a good guy, and you're wondering why uh, six months later he won't talk to you. And it's because you're not there, and and these others are, and that's what we've got to change. And in and, and building a freedom pod, I'm saying look at your community. Don't look next door. Don't look higher. Look right there at your community. If you can begin to get legislation that protects property rights, you can uh, get legislation that helps your local businesses, your mom-and-pop businesses, uh, keep them off your back on on how you want to live on things. You can be you you will create new councilmen who will move up to state legislature and eventually move into Congress. You're beginning to move it that way. But you've got to have what you want. We need an, our own agenda of what it is we want to do. And um, I'm actually working with a, a couple of folks to write that uh, outline for that and uh, for a freedom agenda that we can use as a um, – a model that we take in and, and demand. Get off. We can't win by defending freedom. We have to demand it and get on the off. We've got to change the debate and get on the offense. And uh, we, we see some things happening here. We, I just, we just had a, a big battle up in South Dakota and Iowa, uh, those states up there with this idiotic carbon capture pipeline that private corporations are trying to take private property to put in a private entity. This corpor- the, the corporation to put up this carbon capture pipeline, and I had county. I was I went across Iowa, and I had county commissioners who were saying, "Well, we don't really like this thing, but the Iowa Utilities Board uh, is going to give them the power of eminent domain, and there's just really not nothing we can do." And I and I said, "You were elected to represent the people and protect their rights. The Iowa Utilities Board is is." Uh, appointed by elected officials. You are their boss. If you don't stand up to them, you are absolute cowards. I went across the state saying this, and it began to resonate, and they began to stand up. Then in South Dakota, uh, we had a, a farmer there who was absolutely, they tried to intimidate him, these corporations, uh, and, and intimidate all the other farmers to not be in opposition to this thing, and it backfired on them, and the people began to rise up, the farmers, they went to the state legislature, and they demanded that the legislature do something, and they did, and I won't say we've beaten them yet, but we have really pushed them back, and that is a great example of people organizing locally, standing up, and taking action. They are shocked to hear from you, but they don't know what to do when you're there, because that's that's not what they're, nor- they're used to. Be there, and confront them and what they're doing freedom pods ladies and gentlemen are a local way for we the people to work together on the local level to expose what they're doing and demand change peacefully appropriately with knowledge and information 
To learn more, go to AmericanPolicy.org. you got a lot of videos and stuff like that up there that highlight and kind of help people understand what's going on with that. You guys are also putting together Catching Fire News, right? Well, not anymore, <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, we ran into some problems there, and I had to back off on it. But what I did do uh, is I've joined forces with CFACT. Are you familiar with CFACT? I'm not. Uh, Committee for a Constructive Tomorrow, they go to all of these international meetings, and they have chapters on college campuses and so forth, and they have now made me their uh, national grassroots coordinator to help me build the freedom pods across the country, uh, just like they're doing in college campuses with their chapters there, help build uh, you know, the freedom pods in local communities. So uh, we're working together, and they're very effective in what they do. And... Uh, uh, you know, I'm hoping to, uh, you know, this will help us catch fire with this. Okay. Well, that's good news, Tom, and we appreciate all the work that you're doing. you got a crazy speaking engagement uh, on the road, too, right? I usually do. I'm, I'm, I've been off uh, since about October because I, I got way behind in trying to get this other stuff done to organize. And uh, so I took myself off. Now I'm trying to get myself back on. But uh, I'm also building kind of a leadership team. One of the things I ran into as I went around the country talking about building Freedom Pods, people get excited about it, but then uh, I leave town and they don't know what to do. And so I'm now trying to put a team together to be the spark plug, to keep in touch with them, give them new ideas. We're going to kind of create a, a regular uh, call-in and uh, newsletter and so forth to give them information and, and be able to touch them and help them to, uh, to build. So that's the next stage here. There's a lot going on in the country, folks, and a lot that you don't know about, and that's part of Liberty Roundtable's mission is to bring these people to the table and make sure you know about what they're doing and, and, and being involved. If you get a hold of AmericanPolicy.org, then you get tapped into, uh, it's called CFACT, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. You get C tapped into that. You get tapped into the Freedom Pods. Then, you know, hey, you know what? We need leadership all around the country and people to work together on these things. There are blueprints for how to accomplish these things and expose these clowns for what they're doing. And Tom has a lot of that. He's been at it for a long time. And you could partner with him and get that and apply it on your local level and bring Tom in to speak and do a variety of things to really up the game and expose them for what's happening here um, on the local level. Because you know what? Property rights are all local rights if you will. Now, I know there's no such thing as a local right or a national right. My point is, though, that in jurisdictional discussions, hey, all your property rights, where your county recorder records your land, and all that's local. And that's where we need to spend our time. Somehow we get caught up in who's president and spend forever on it, and we forget the local, and that's why we're getting sold south, Tom. That's absolutely true. And, uh, and property rights are the key to prosperity for individuals as well as the country. And our founding fathers knew that. They insisted on private property for all the individuals in the country, and it worked. And that's why we became very wealthy very quickly. And, you know, now they're attacking that. So we've got to stand up to it, and we can stop this stuff. We were the breadbasket of the world, and we created the greatest economic engine known to man on free enterprise, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we got to stand for, God, family, and country, the protection of life, liberty, and property. Tom DeWeese, thank you, sir. We'll have you back soon. Absolutely. Look forward to it. The American Policy Center, ladies and gentlemen, is the founder and president, AmericanPolicy.org, to learn more and get involved in what they're doing again. You may consider having Tom come and speak and really catch your people up if you've got some uh, people that will lend an ear. 
And then when they kind of discover what's going on, they decide they want to be part of the solution as well. That's what Freedom Pods are all about. AmericanPolicy.org. I am Sam Bushman. LibertyRoundTable.com. LovingLiberty.net. Spread the word. Share the love. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. America.